0: Well, dear sisters and brothers in Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Well, this is the name of Jesus Sunday, Uh, and uh, I want you to think about your name. Do you know why you have it? Do you know how you got it? Are you named after someone? Is there a family tradition around your name? In my family, the oldest son is the recipient of his father's first name as their middle name. It goes back as far as I know in all the generations that I'm aware of. In our family, we did that. So my oldest son has my first name as his middle name and then we had a surprise at the end and we could not agree. I know you find that hard to believe, but. We had an agreement on the the first name, but we could not agree on the second, and so, well, so he has my first name as his middle name. So we started a new tradition in our family. But my first name is David, as you are aware by now. It means God's beloved. Mom and dad wanted to have biblical names for each of the kids, and we do. So, David, God's beloved. I know what it means. I was told that as a child. But I also have learned to appreciate my last name and my mother's last name because there are things that go with it, right? Zelmer and Johnson. I've been in this state long enough. I can go into a new community and I'll introduce myself and almost routinely someone in the crowd will say, Oh, I know who you are because because I knew your grandma and grandpa, right? I will never forget standing at my my paternal grandfather's graveside. And a gentleman, after we had concluded uh, the burial, a gentleman steps out and he introduces himself and he said, I've been your grandfather's banker his whole life. And son, if you ever need to borrow money, you come and see me. And I will loan you money on your grandfather's name. So you begin to understand that there's some things that come with names, that they have weight and bearing, and they can give meaning to life and help shape life. In all the lessons that we heard this morning, we hear about naming we hear the blessing that is given from God to Moses to share with his brother Aaron. I love the fact that Moses had any number of excuses about why he should not be the leader, and, and the last one being that he was just not a very good talker. And God finally agreed and said, yeah, well, you really aren't a very good talker, but I'll make your brother Aaron do it. <laughs> I mean, okay, got that worked out. So God has this moment with with Moses and here comes the blessing. You hear it almost every Sunday. I cannot tell you how many times I've said it in my 41 years of being a pastor. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Here comes the blessing to the people of God being set aside but what were the next lines I'm going to name them with my name and we have Paul's letter to the church in Galatia we have this this brand new church and it's got all kinds of struggles going on in it it's one of my favorite because they're making a mess of any number of things they're forgetting what they're supposed to be about they're arguing about silly things And so there's this very brief introduction as Paul introduces himself, and then there is this lovely switch where he says, why have you given up on the good news? Why have you abandoned the gospel so quickly and chasing after silliness? But by the time we get to this reading, he's calmed down a little bit, and what is he saying to them? Remember who you are and whose name that you are gathered in. You are in fact named people because Jesus has named you. Through my years of being a parish pastor, it's been my privilege to attend uh, adoption ceremonies. And it's truthfully one of my favorite things, hands down. I've got any number of friends of mine that are judges. And each have told me, as they have practiced the law, that it is their absolute favorite thing. Because of where, we, where I used to serve and peer regularly, we, the Supreme Court would, would uh, be called to do an adoption. The most powerful court in the whole state, and we're adopting. And in the right, in the ceremony, the legal ceremony, There's always the question, what will be this child's name? And then there's the naming. And the family name arrives. And the name of the child is not the same when you walk out of the courtroom. And it's been a rare time when you haven't seen a judge start to tear up. Because a family is being expanded and created, and a child is being told in the best way that I know, You belong to us. You are ours. You are in this family. You are named. In my career, I've done, well, at least 750, maybe more than that, I stopped counting a long time ago, uh, baptisms. It is my favorite thing to do. I have baptized people in the river, out of the Missouri when it was way too cold to even think about being there. And right after the ice has gone out, the water is not necessarily warmed up a lot. And I remember stepping into that river thinking, this is the dumbest thing we have ever done. (laughs) And to reach down into that river and to scoop up that living water and trying to heat it as much as I possibly could with my hand and not doing a very good job and putting that incredibly cold water on that baby's head. And they still survive today, it did not damage them. But what I love about the baptismal ceremony is this this gift of water and the living word arriving at the same time and in the same place. Speaking into a child's life, into a baby's life or an adult's life. Of being named and claimed, of being told for sure you're one of God's children. The oldest person I ever baptized was a 94-year-old who was dying. And I got called to the hospital, and he had been to church a couple of times. And truthfully, he had, he had not lived the best of lives. It was, in fact, pretty much a miracle that he had lived that long. But he knew that he was dying, and certainly we all did it in the room. But to have the same gift and the same privilege being poured into him there in that hospital bed. Of being named as a child of God Jesus Christ received his name in the circumcision rite when you were a rabbi or a priest in those days it was something that you had to learn which is still true today for rabbis and rabbinic school and as a part of the circumcision rite the child is named that you are now not just this family's member but you're a part of the community You are now a part of God's family. It's exactly what we're doing in our baptism. And when we do the confirmation, it's not another baptism, it's a, a reaffirmation of that gift that was given to that child or that adult. That in that confirmation, the person's name is being said once again as a blessing is being bestowed. When we do Ash Wednesday and Monday, Thursday, when that word of forgiveness comes to us, when we're reminded of our death, we are also being reminded that we belong to God's family. So Jesus was named on this day, the gift of a name of who he belonged to and what he was about, Savior, because that's what Jesus means, comes to him and sets him on his path. He will arrive at the cross and then an empty tomb. And through him and in him and with him, we are given the same gift. I just buried a really good friend of mine this week. Someone I've known for almost 30 years now. And he was a rascal. There were days that you were just like, it's hard being your friend. But he was also a child of God. Not a, I invited him to church more times than I can count and never came. But he knew who had claimed him. He knew who he belonged to. He knew that in his baptism and in his life, here were, was this gift of being named as a child of God. That is true for each one of us. You have heard me say more than once in my year with you that you are the people of God. That is not my declaration, that's Jesus Christ's declaration. He's the one who's claiming you and naming you. So God's blessings as you hear that, that you are one of God's children, God's blessings as you live that gift out in your daily life, amen.